Hello, and thank you for joining us for an episode of That's All Alive, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. People like me, Michelle Kane of Voice Matters, and my wonderful podcast partner, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. How are you, Karen? I am doing great, Michelle. I'm sort of thrown off today, though, because we are in reverse order on the screens that we're normally <laughs> on, and you know how any little change so for our if you're listening to this in the audio version we also live stream so we live stream this podcast on youtube on wednesdays and then the audio follows the following monday so for our live stream audience it's just like i don't know what happened and why we're reversed but i I think I, i was here earlier for a change you were here earlier and i popped you in to the stream first yeah it's funny though how little tiny things can really like make you go, wait, where am I? I, know, I feel like I feel like I'm in a different time zone. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. where's our we're not in our assigned seats, but that's okay. But you know what? I don't hate it because <laughs> right about now at this point in the year, I am really okay with mixing things up a little bit and doing something different. Because I certainly hope that that is a preview to the year to come. I love it. I love it. Yes. So if you're watching the live stream, you're seeing this at the very end of the year, or if you're listening to this, you're, it's just on the cusp of things getting started. So we wanted to, you know, as we're coming in and off that season of giving, we wanted to talk about how, you know, as solos, PR pros, we have big hearts and sometimes that can get us into a little bit of a sticky situation because we love to help people out. But today we want to talk about, you know, kind of being intentional and and really watching how much of your time you give away with pro bono work or, you know, lending a hand here, lending a hand there. I know I've waded into these waters and, you know, it starts out great, but then you realize, oh my goodness, how much time am I giving? And for us, really, our time is is money. It's not like we're handing out product. You know, our brains are our product and our energy is our product. So we just wanted to talk about that a little bit today to kind of help us, you know, start off 2022 with a good mindset. Yeah, I, I love volunteering and I, mm. I love that our community is, right. we're such givers and we're so generous with our time, our talents and our resources. And I think that that's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. But I I have also personally been in that position, particularly when the volunteering uses your skill set that is your job. Right. Over a period of time, I have seen how that can lead to burnout, mm-hmm. how it can affect your day to day. And we want to make sure that we don't do that because, you know, we should give and we should volunteer, but we want to do that cheerfully. And we want to do that in a way that doesn't burn us out. So um, how do we do that, Michelle? How do we make sure volunteering doesn't burn (laughs) us out? Well, first of all, I love that you said cheerfully because that should be the litmus test. If you have the the slightest catch in your mind when someone asks you, first of all, just be okay with saying, let me think about that. Because I've had it happen in two directions now where I've thought, okay, yeah, I can, you know, volunteer with in the realm of my profession as far as yeah, I can help you do the PR and the social media and this, that, and the other, because I'm, I'm working anyway. You know, well, over time, that can turn into, I cannot believe I'm still at my desk. Oh, my gosh, 
I'm going to be sick. Well, not literally sick, but you know, you're just like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. Oh, I forgot I have to do that e-news. And it may just be 15 more minutes of your day. But there is that, I hate to use the word viral load, but since we can kind of appreciate that yeah. uh, within the context of what we're living. And then I've tried things the other way where I thought, well, I do want to volunteer, but let me do it um, you know, outside of my normal wheelhouse. And that has just turned into some feeling almost like a part-time job. And I'm thinking, mm, okay, well, so it all comes back to really being honest with yourself and being okay with saying no, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I love the suggestion. Um, you know, if, if somebody approaches you about volunteering and it's a, you know, a cause and a mission that you really want to support. Now there are two things and we'll get to this too. Sometimes you are in the context of trying to develop a professional relationship. Right. That's and true. you're asked to volunteer your time. We're going to take that separately mm-hmm. and we'll tackle that today. Right mm-hmm. now, we're really talking about true volunteering where you're not being volunteered, but you're volunteering. Right. And I love the idea of creating kind of your personal scope of work and being really clear about the hours, the time. So if you say, sure, I've got two hours per week and here are the days that I'm free to help out and sticking to that, that's really okay. And and when you think about it, if you were an employee, you would not just leave your calendar completely open and say, oh, I can work whenever you want to work. And so I think it is really important to set some clear boundaries to really be thoughtful If you have an hour a week, you have an hour of week. That's an hour of week that really is truly beneficial to whatever organization you're volunteering with because you are still giving back. So Mm -hmm. I I think that we have to rid ourselves of the notion of giving back means taking on absolutely everything. And that's so easy for people like us because we're generous, because we're giving, because we're smart and we have a lot of skill sets. You can easily find yourself taking on a second job volunteering. And mm-hmm. that's not a great idea. I, again, no. been there, done that. And it, it's not healthy. No, it's, it's, that is supremely correct. It is, it is not healthy. And it's, you know, it's like the analogy of the frog in the hot water, right? It's like, oh, this is fine. This is fine. Before you know it, it's, it's, it's not. And I think, you know, I think, I think a lot of the times we get pulled into that is because we can see the importance of the work being done. And I think because we it's almost part of your your ethical makeup, right? Of, well, surely I have this talent, I should lend it to this cause or this pursuit because it's going to help X number of people. And it's it's not easy to just say no sometimes. It really isn't. But I, I think and and I think too a lot of times you just have to you just really sit down with yourself and 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 be okay with not doing something. Now, like you said, there's we'll talk about the professional aspect and yeah, maybe sometimes it is to massage a relationship or to get you in the door of a or you know into the room with certain people. So at least then you've done the you know, the cost analysis. Okay, it's going to cost me this much time but I may benefit in other ways in the future as far. And I don't mean like directly doing things for free for an organization, but you know, like serving on a board with people to get to know people in different industries, that kind of thing. It may well be worth it. So 
you know, we're not saying like, no, don't volunteer if there's absolutely, you know, you know, nothing in it for you or whatever, but it it just has to be very specific. And, and I know we're both speaking of from the points of it's far too easy to just, before you know it, go, Oh my gosh, what has David Byrne said? How did I get here? (laughs) Definitely. And, you know, so for me, this is kind of my, and you may, everybody has their own way. So there's no wrong answers here, but Um, through trial and error, the way that I now approach volunteering is I completely separate work from it. Doesn't mean that I'm separating my skill sets, but volunteering has nothing to do with work for me. So I do not volunteer because I'm trying to get my foot in the door for a new industry. I do not volunteer because I specifically want to meet a person or, And those are all great benefits of volunteering is that you are around a different group of people. So those are natural benefits. I volunteer because I truly have a passion for whatever that organization is doing. Mm -hmm. And it's something that's important to me. And I want to be a part of the solution. And that is my only consideration. And then I think about time. Now, I have lots of things that I care about. And so I go through the things that I care about. Sometimes that means supporting them financially. Sometimes it means supporting them by spreading word of something they're doing. Other times that means actually giving my time and and maybe time and money and all of those things. But I really, and the reason I separated is because I've seen over the years and, and I early on made these same mistakes, but I've seen people volunteer and, and it doesn't mean that they don't care about the cost, but they volunteer because they believe that it's going to be a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard people even say that, you know, they were in talks with an organization and the organization has a great mission, but they don't have the money right now. So they're asking you to volunteer or work at a very reduced rate with hopes of turning it around. Let me caution you that will never happen. And I'm saying never because you have to really think that in your mind. I'm not, everything is possible in the big scheme of things, but never, ever, ever volunteer or work as a partial volunteer at a reduced rate because you think that you can later be financially rewarded for that. You will be disappointed 99% of the time. Absolutely. Um, So I say stay away from that type of volunteering because it's really not volunteering. It's really a forced volunteerism. It's not like you sought out that agency and said, hey, I'd love to, you know, help. You really were in the mindset of developing work for yourself. And just like when you take a client and you negotiate a lower rate, thinking that over time you'll be able to get the budget up, you won't. Mm -mm. No. No, it's so true. It reminds me of I'll hire somebody else at a higher price. Yeah. Or they yeah. give you extra budget. Yeah. I, and the way that it works. Yeah. And and my my mom had this terrible experience a few years ago. She interviewed for a job and I, I run this through my mind because my, you know, our immediate reaction was outrage. So I I think, well, you have to apply this to yourself too. She she had an interview for a job and the person had the audacity to say, and I'm thinking, I don't think that's legal. Uh, you know, let's try something different. Why don't you just come in for a couple of weeks and, you know, do the job unpaid and we'll see if that works. Yes. I see your face and listeners, you're probably going to say what now? Yeah. I said, um, 
worked out for them. I was like, I said, what did you say? <laughs> Hi, I'd like you to come work for free. I said, not only is that just totally inappropriate, uh, uh, hello, liability? Like, like you're not their employee, so you're not under their, you know, sovereignty in any way. So you could just trash the place and be like, it's okay. They asked me to be here. Uh, yeah. So I, I have that unfortunate incident that she experienced in the back of my mind. If that ever comes up, because guess what? We're the same way. We're well, not that we're going to be someone's employee, but we're our own employee. So we need to look out for ourselves and make sure you get paid and get paid what you're worth. And I, I will say it does take that time. It does take having the years under your belt. It really does of, of being in business that, that makes it easier. And if, you know, if you're only a couple of years in and you're like, I've got that down, then awesome. I, I am so happy for you. Um, but it, it can take time because, you know, as we said, we're, we are givers and we have a passion about, you know, communicating things that, that people need to know about. Um, so it can be very hard, but you really need to do that cost analysis down the road of, do I still want to be doing this a year from now, two years from now? And and really what you're getting into about being approached to do the work when someone doesn't have a budget. And I know we discussed this in the, in the group too, and someone brought up the very good point of, oh, I bet they're paying their attorneys and I'm sure they're paying their other professionals. So no, no. Because you establish your value and... Yes. You have to really let that sink in. Please let this be the year that you really internalize it, that you put it on a post-it note, that you keep that top of mind, that you remind yourself, that you affirm yourself every day, that you establish your value. Other people don't do that for you. You don't need to be validated by others. You need to first value yourself and set your value in the marketplace. And when you do that, you will get better at saying no when someone tries to devalue you. And Mm -hmm. here's the thing. Let's just pick a random number. If you charge $250 an hour and somebody asks you to volunteer for $100 an hour, they see your value at $100 an hour. How do you ever expect to get them up to your real price. They're not going to do that. Why would they? Are you going to give them $150 less of work per hour? Are you going to, no, you're not. You're going to do what you do because it's impossible for you to say, well, I'm I'm just going to work half as hard, or I'm only going to share, you know, 20% of what I really know. No, you're going to go hard and you're going to do the work. And Mm -hmm. so six months down the line, when you're like, okay, you know, I really gave you a reduced rate. Do you really think that this company is going to pay you more for what they're already getting? Um, So you have to go into these relationships and with, with that, you know, with that mindset that you really do need to charge what you charge in all situations. Um, And it's so funny because this comes up so much Mm. from so many independents, like, you know, this company, you know, we were in talks and they're so great and I love their mission. I love a lot of companies mission, but I don't work for free (laughs) and neither should you. There are a lot of companies that I love and I love what they do, but that's, it's, it's not my job to give you my free work. 
I'm a professional, I'm a business too. And the same way that you're out there doing your thing and you're charging what you charge, I charge what I charge. And and if it aligns, great. And if not, I have no problem walking away. I'm not sure how we get so caught up in somebody else's business, somebody else's, you know, foundation, organization that we don't take care of ourselves. That's that's not smart. That's not being smart. And, and people act like it's the worst thing in the world to walk away when somebody doesn't want to pay you. Oh, but I love what they do. Okay. You can still love them. Yeah. You can, get you can still, right. No, you should get paid. You should absolutely get paid. And, and, and for any of us who have been involved in the budget side of things, you know, either in major nonprofits or any company, you know, I've, I've worked on the budget side of our nonprofit when I was in nonprofit comms. And, you know, you know, you don't magically add $50,000 to any line item. You know, we, we had a one when I was, you know, in the, in the church world, we had a very wise property elder who, you know, even though we were gifted our, our fuel for the year, he's like, put that cash amount in there because, you know, one day that person may say, sorry, I can no longer do this, or you have a fault. You you don't know. You don't want to be sitting there going, oh, well, yes. or, you know, or if a big rental comes through for that year, you think, well, let's not count on this. So marketing, <laughs> because what's the first thing that people want to reduce in their yeah. line items when in their budgets, when things get tough, which we know they the totally shouldn't, even though they shouldn't. But, but- you know, just go back to our original, you know, th- these are yeah. two, two sides yeah. of volunteering. Of volunteering, so yeah. Volunteering is a wonderful, beautiful thing that we should all make some time for. Right. You don't have to do it 40 hours a week. No. You really need to set some boundaries to make sure, because here's the thing, you know, you've, you've heard this old adage over and over and over again about filling your own cup. It is so important. And I think if nothing over the past few years that we've learned that um, that has real life consequences if we don't do that. So do make sure that you are filling your own cup and that you're not giving away so much of yourself that you've depleted everything that you have. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at your work and the work that you do and who you serve and be smart about that. Be strategic about your time. Be very intentional. You want to look at, you know, your family, yourself, your friends, and make sure that you have, you know, that you're again, being intentional about how you spend those hours. And the same with volunteering, even when it's for an, uh, a passion, a cause or an organization that you really care deeply about, you still have to manage the time that you give because if you give it all away, you have nothing left and you won't be your best self for anyone, for yourself, for your club, for any of the things that you really care about. Right. Right. And even as much as you think you can, you might be able to compartmentalize what that is. You know, we all know clients, organizations that we volunteer for that, that never works. I have Tuesday at 3 p.m. to work on this. Yeah, okay. So when something needs to be changed Wednesday at 11 a.m., guess what? <laughs> it doesn't fit so yeah. well. <laughs> Talk about oak creep. That it, yeah. Trouble is real when you oh, volunteer. But absolutely. again, you know, it, it's, it's hard. I yeah. mean, I'm not going to lie to you and say that it's an easy thing when you're involved in something and people keep trying to push more at you. Sure, you know, it's natural. It's to say, okay, I'll do that. But I really learned, you know, sometimes we get those emails and I will look at it and not raise my hand because I know that I can't, I just don't have 
the bandwidth to do that too. I can do that slice that I agree to. Sometimes I can take on another slice happily, but when I can't, I just don't. Right, right. So we hope you've gotten something out of this today. If anything that you've gotten, you know, because I get it, we're all grownups, but sometimes you need permission. So we give you permission to really consider these opportunities and be okay with saying no, because you don't have to live through, you know, firsthand experience, the discomfort that overextending yourself may bring. Just take our word for it. And, um, you know, volunteer where you feel passionate about, where it fits in the bandwidth of your day and your life in general. And we thank you for giving us your time today. We do value that. And we'll see you next time on That Solo Life. <laughs> <laughs>